Hey everybody, welcome to another segment of Tony's show. And tonight, there's going to be a so, sort of an overlap of yesterday's live stream because I got a lot of the a lot of the information I talked about. I put the links on this show, so those who listen to the live stream uh, will be able to get the links they couldn't get at the live stream. Some um, for some reason that live stream. You either have to have an application to be able to access the links or you have to take a photograph of the links or whatever has been put there. So I still haven't had a chance to uh, check out other formats. So for now, um, you know, bear with me until I find something better. Or if you guys come across something that's better where we can have better interaction or... Um, information that can be copied and accessed you know makes my life easier as well uh you know if you have something if you know of something let me know uh i'm going to start off with windsor ontario canada we have <clears throat> we have a shortage in this city of ambulances now they expect us to believe the fairy tale that they're trying to tell us. That, you know, for whatever reason, we have a shortage of ambulances. But the real reason is, people are dying at an exponential rate and they can't keep up with the demand. And a lot of this is, going, is bypassing the morgues as well, going straight to the crematorium. So, if because there's no way the morgues can handle that kind of population. If that many people are dying in the city of Windsor, we'd have them out in the street. And eventually, I think we're going to see that, or there'll be a revelation somewhere, or somebody will come across something, that we may be seeing dead bodies stored in warehouses and abandoned places just to keep the population from seeing the real disaster that Canada's facing right across the board. And it's just not Windsor, Ontario, but it just so happens that Windsor, Ontario made the news about ambulances. Now, speaking of Ontario, <laughs> Ontario, there was an interview. Let's see if I have it here. Hold on. In regarding to um in regarding to oh shit popped the wrong thing off uh our our premier ford and um it's interesting how he was saying he was standing shoulder to shoulder with trudeau who would do that <laughs> And who'd be dumb enough to admit it? <laughs> I mean, it just goes to show you that the that you know premiers and pro and politicians are not that bright. You know, yeah, I stood to I stood shoulder to shoulder, and uh, <laughs> really, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and you admit it? <laughs> Jeez. So I, I find that a little bit amusing um, that um, he would actually admit to the fact that he stood shoulder to shoulder with a ding-dong, a, a dumbbell. 
that can't that can't help his career. <laughs> it just can't. You're gonna see if this is it here. Bear with me for one second. Nope, that ain't it. But I will be playing this up the way too. Um, it's amazing, 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 amazing. What is coming out these days in regarding to government policy? Government policy. Give me one second. I'm going to. Um, We can't download information I requested. Why not? Here we go. You can think back Here, hold on a second. I'm going. I'm going to play. This is an imbecile. This is an imbecile. And when you watch this thing up close and you blow it up, Ford's eyes are not there. Like he is somewhere else, or he's been taken over. His forehead looks like he's got a third eye implanted in. Like someone shot him with a, with a with something and he just looks like he doesn't look like him he looks like a robotoid now either that or they they somehow put a chip inside of him and he's just following orders let's let's hear this profound this profound statement from the premier of ontario here we go bear with me if you can think back to February, do you think that the federal government was justified in using the Emergencies Act to lift the occupation of downtown Ottawa? Well, we have some of the top officials with the OPP testifying, and uh, yes, I, I stood shoulder to shoulder with uh, the Prime Minister. Uh, the, these uh, folks were, were, you know, camping out, everything from whirlpools, disrupting downtown, disrupting the lives of the people of Ottawa. Uh, we've worked collaboratively with, with the mayor and the, the, the prime minister over at the borders. They were holding up a billion dollars of trade every single day getting across our borders. We were getting phone calls from governors. It's unacceptable. Uh, myself and, and I know the prime minister believe in free speech. And if you want to protest, protest. If you want to come down to Queen's Park and do cartwheels. But if you disrupt the lives of the people of Ottawa every single day, disrupt the lives of economic flow across our borders, I have zero tolerance for it. Thank you. <laughs> you know what that was saying? Now, if you really interpret this correctly, the truck movement that was going on was winning and we were turning the tide on this whole corona bullshit everybody that was protesting everybody that was fighting everybody that was standing their ground on this violation of people's personage in taking a bioweapon the reason why they stopped this and it was illegal what they did it's all illegal they stopped it because the United States of America was losing money. So was Canada. It had nothing to do about our civil liberties. It had nothing to do about our civil rights. You have no rights. You never had any rights. See, this is also implica, impl, impl, implica, implying that the policies that they say we have about our freedoms 
are nothing more than policies that can be removed at the whim of the person that's there. The United States doesn't give a shit about Canadian freedom and rights. They give a shit about the money that they're going to lose. This is organized crime. Let's just face what it really is. This is mob rule, mob criminal activity. And America doesn't give a shit about people's American rights either. They don't give a shit about the freedom of people over there. The only reason they don't do anything over there like they do in Canada is because they, they have states that, that will fight. So it will cost them more money to subdue them. So they tolerate it to a point. But they bring in the odd tsunami and the odd you know, hurricane and the odd flood and the odd this and the odd that to show them who's in power, who's really got the power. Now that we're seeing more and more theatrics about drones, I was watching a, a vid today how Russia was sending drones into the Ukraine and dropping these uh, drones and causing massive destruction. Now, I don't know, seriously, if that was theater. I really don't know. It looked to me to be fake. Very fake. Because I just seen a video called Fallen Angel and the drones that they were using were the exact same drones that were being shown in the movies. Now either they bought those drones from the Iranians and they used them as a Hollywood prop. Or what we were seeing was a Hollywood stage or set that they were implying that the Russians spent good money on targeting drones to blow out buildings. Like I said, it looked like a Hollywood scenario. But let's just say for, in, for a fact that this is true. That they are using, the, and, and they are using drones in military activity. This much I do know as well. And I do know they're using swarm technology as well in military activities. This I know too. This I've seen in red. If this is the case, the future of policies are going to become more violent. If you don't wear their chip, if you don't kiss their ass, they will now bring in drones to take you out. They're cheap to make, it may cost some money, but if they eliminate all the headaches, they're not going to have any more resistance from the sheep. That's what they're looking at. And the sheep that have been inserted with the microchipping or the nanochipping or the nano assemblage inside the forehead and arms and throughout the body will be more than complicit anyway because they will now be, as Bill Gates had intended, he wanted to turn digital currency and people and one and the same. In other words, you have to wear a chip in order to be, to, uh, be the currency. Okay, just again watching a video today about the UK. UK is going to remove cash. So they're giving people checks. Their subsidies, I call them. Their welfare checks. And they're telling them they got two months to spend it. Or they will neutralize that check. And they will lose the, the ability to spend the money. Now, when does government get the right to, get it, to go into your wallet and tell you to spend money? 
Think about that for a minute. It's your money. Your tax dollars are just given back to you. It's not anything. That, the government did not earn that money. The government has invested your money in your taxes and your bank accounts so that they're making exponentially more money on the investments. So what they're doing is giving you maybe a 1% or 2% return on, on the money they're making. And that we're talking, okay, let's say they invest a trillion dollars. And they make $10 trillion. And they take 2% of that $10 trillion. That's what they're just redistributing back to the general population. They're still sitting on that, that excess profit minus the 2%. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. And the wheels keep on spinning as long as they keep on with the, with the, with the machination that we are dealing with today. So now they're telling you that you're going to have to go and spend that money so they'll get it all back. Because they know the general population, and I'm sad to say, the general population has the brain of a pea. And I'm not kidding you. They're the size of a pea. And unfortunately, they only have one pea in the head because if they had two, they would actually cause a spark. And the reason why I'm saying this, not to be demeaning, but I worked as a taxi driver back in the, in the 90s. And when the end of the month came and people got their welfare money, I will tell you where they went to spend the money. The first place they went to, the very first place they went to, was the beer store. Number one. <laughs> And they would bring cases and cases and cases of empties. <laughs> and they would leave a bunch of empties at home. So that by the time the middle of the month uh, came by and they ran out of beer, they had enough cases there to buy enough to, uh, of a stash to get them through to the end of the month. I kid you not. The second place they would go to would be bingo. They'd go, the bingo halls were packed. And they would buy cigarettes. And you couldn't see from three feet in front of you. That's how much smoke was in the bingo hall until they banned smoking. Then they, had, then they had a room where you can go and smoke. So they would take a break for 10 minutes after each session. Everybody would run outside, puff away, and go back in and play bingo. So the tobacco was making the money, the beer was making the money, then there was the liquor store they'd go to, that was making money, the bingo halls were making money, and eventually, eventually they would go grocery shopping and buy food. Bread, more bread, margarine, bread, <laughs> macaroni and cheese, and then they'd go home and go back to bingo or the beer. So the government knows they're going to get that all back. Because in, in Ontario, the, the government controls the liquor control boards. And they're making money left, right, and center on the taxes, on your, what everyone's paying for alcohol. The average distiller here in, in Ontario only makes about two bucks, maybe three, on every bottle that they sell. 
So 27 bottles, 20, 28 bucks for a bottle. That's a 750 mil, which in the United States they call a fifth, one fifth. So out of a $28 deal, three bucks goes to the distiller and the other 25 bucks goes back to the government. So here, the circle, will the circle ever be broken? No, never. The way it works, they give you the money, they lose that maybe, what, one-ninth <laughs> goes to the company that made the alcohol, so they, they get a little bit of a cut, but the government gets all of it pretty much back. That's how it works. That's how it's always worked. Most of the Commonwealth countries, that's how, they, how it works. You know, so now, the UK, they want you to spend your money. <laughs> they, they want to make sure the, the money they give you, you're going to give it all back. You know, they're going to give it all, you're going to give it all back. They know that the, um, what's this one here? They know that if they give you any money, you can think that. that you're going to um, give it back to them. Give me a second. Bear with me here. I better lower this down a little bit. Okay. See what the heck I got lined up. So I don't need this. I don't need that. What's this? Okay, that's the show. What's this one? Okay. The other thing that, again, so we are in this delusion that the government gives a shit about you. They don't. You're just basically holding their money. They're letting you play with it. They're allowing you to be, be they're allowing you to use the money to further addict you whatever vice you're into so that when you go spend your money they are hoping that the bulk of your money is going to go into alcohol and tobacco because that's where they make the most money yeah, I'm gonna play this here I think this is the same one Let's see here give me a second oh wrong one I just had it a second go Great nope. question. Nope, not that one. What's hiding? I just saw the bloody thing. No, no, no. Give me a second here. I ha just had it. Nope. Wrong one. Uh, here you, ha you get these things ready and they disappear on you. Uh, oh no, there's something else. No. No, no, no. How'd that get here? Okay. I lost it. Son of a gun. Okay, I'll find it again. It's gotta be here somewhere. It, um, let's see, what's this one? Nope, I just had that. Had that. No. Had that. I'm going to play this for humor because this is true. <laughs> some of the women are going to get mad, but <laughs> some, some will laugh. This is true about, uh, it's, it's basically about women ask more questions than men know. 
it's it never fails. Anyway, I'm gonna. It's a joke. Take it for a joke. It's it's a little humor. Give give me one second. <laughs> okay, here we go. Tommy was in a bad wreck. Were the people in the other car hurt? I don't know. I just got texted. Oh, hold on. $2. Fact of life. Women always have more questions than men have answers to. Great example of this. Six, seven months ago, I get a text one day. The text says, please pray for Tom. He was in a bad wreck. I walk into the kitchen where my wife is. I said, hey, I just got a text. that said, please pray for Tom. He was in a bad wreck. She said, was he driving? I said, I don't know. I just got a text. that said, please pray for Tom. He was in a bad wreck. Were Carol and the kids in the car with him? I don't know. I just got a text. that said, please pray for Tom. He was in a bad wreck. Were the people in the other car hurt? I don't know. I just got a text. that said, please pray for Tom. He was in a bad wreck. What hospital did they take him to? I don't know. I just got a text. that said, please pray for Tom. He was in a bad wreck. She said, well, you don't know anything. What do you know? I know you need to pray for Tom. I just got a text. said he was in a bad wreck. <laughs> that is true. That is so true. You know, it, I, I noticed that, you know, um, with women, when they ask me these questions about, you know, building whatever they're building, you know, whether it be a bucket or a triangle, and, and, it's, and it's cool, it really is cool, because it shows me that they're, they're, they're in it. I mean, they're doing it, they're into it, you know, and, they, and sometimes the questions they ask are like tangents, off, way off tangent. And I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> like a woman sent me something tonight, and I, I, I had to ask her. I said, um, <laughs> why'd you do that? <laughs> I, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I, I'm like curious to why she did what she did. But anyway, she did it. I'm waiting for the response. So anyhow, it's, it's um, but this, this is true about women. And so if you, if, if you, uh, if you are a man... <laughs> And you present something to a woman, you better be prepared to um, <laughs> answer some questions because there's going to be a lot of them. All right, this is um, this is from a TikTok. No cash, no freedom. So let me play this. It's not very long. Uh, it's about a two-minute deal. That's what it says, anyway. And pay attention to what they're saying. This is the government of the UK. So this is the motherland of the Commonwealth. So New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, Caribbean, any other ex-Commonwealth country that's still got representative of the, of the crown in your parliament, the UK, Canada, well, UK, this is about from the UK. America. America. Pay attention. This is on its way. Hold on. Because, again, they know that most people in the Commonwealth and through the rest of the world are childlike. So if you give them the illusion that you're giving them something so that they can have a good time. That they can have fun. That they can be entertained. They'll get them to, to develop a habit. And they will follow you off a cliff. All you got to do is drop a loony or a quarter or a silver dollar 
on the ground. They'll pick it up. They get, oh, look, free money. And they'll keep on picking up that loony. They won't pay attention to anything else. They'll be completely oblivious to their environment. And they'll walk right off a cliff. Say, look what I got. And that's what they're planning on doing again. This is the, this is, they understand the psychology of most people. Because after all, they were the ones that dumbed everybody down. Think about that too. Hold on a second. Here we go. I hope. You know what happened. Oh, you're kidding. Of course. <laughs> Here. Let me see. Alrighty. Here we go, I hope. No. Okay, I hope. The UK government will soon be introducing fundamental changes in how money works. The changes are being planned by central banks around the world, including the UK's central bank, the Bank of England. These changes, once introduced, will affect everyone. The name of the new system is called Central Bank Digital Currency, or CBDC. It sometimes has other names, such as Smart Money. The people who are planning this new system have made it clear that it would be useful, in their eyes, to use artificial intelligence algorithms in real time to block certain public transactions for a range of different reasons. The government, in a move to stimulate growth in the economy, is trying to ensure that all benefit money paid out to the public is spent within an appropriate time period. From the 1st of August, all benefit payments, including the new social credits, should be spent within two months of receiving them. Benefit money will expire and be of no use if it is not spent within the two-month period. Vaccination uptake for the latest pandemic is now at 95%. Anyone who has not been vaccinated will have restrictions placed on their wallets. For the 5% unvaccinated, spending will only be allowed at certain times and within one mile of home. Certain goods, such as alcohol, travel tickets and restaurant purchases, will not be available for those who have not been vaccinated, and their digital wallets will not work outside of the UK. Wow. If you give up your cash, you will give up freedom for yourself, and you will give up the freedom of generations to come. It's not the convenience of the new money that is important. What is important is the fact that centralized administration of smart money could be used to control every aspect of your life. Say yes to keeping cash and say no to centrally controlled smart money. What they are going to propose is not money. It is a social control system. We are now talking where the Commonwealth used to own a part of China. China now is going to control the Commonwealth. All of it. America, Canada, 
Ireland, Scotland, Wales, England, Caribbean, South Africa, all the Kiwis and Aussies down under with all the thunder. They are going to, this is, this is the same system they want to bring in. And look what we have seen in the last two years and ten months. And how the Chinese government dealt with insurgency. They locked down 25 million people in a district and they starved them to death. Because they had no other option. They couldn't use any other currency because it's all electronic. And if they shut down the access to your money, you're fucked. Period. And that's as salt as the earth as it gets. In this society, in this system that we live in, anything you do from giving a tithe into a church to going shopping at a grocery store is still based on a cash system. Now where they've gotten the population used to not having cash is companies and corporations like General Motors, Ford, and Chrysler quit giving people cash and directly deposited their money into a banking system which allowed the people that worked in those institutions getting lazy and decadent. It's a wonder that GM and Ford and Chrysler isn't wiping their arse after they take a dump because that's how lazy they have become. And if you talk to them about cash, it's, oh, it's just an inconvenience. It's a pain in the ass to have cash. All I need is a plastic card. That's the beginning of the end. It really is. Because you are no longer now going to have a system where if, you do, if the government tells you to drop your pants, bend over, and take this injection... You can't tell them now to FRO because if you do, your electronic digital money now has been turned off. You're not going to be able to go to the store to buy anything. And your friends that may have complied with the injections may walk away from you thinking, well, if I can do it, so can you. Why are you being so difficult? Why are you not just going along to get along? Now, having said this, in the last two or three weeks, I have been showing different aspects of, th of third strand DNA. I have been saying for quite some time, and others as well, that everyone thought that this was a mark of the beast or the beast system coming in. And there are a lot of ministers and pastors who are saying this is not the mark of the beast because of some technicality. But the reality of it all is this is the mark of the beast. And this is the mark of the beast system. And if you can't see that, and I think you're blind in one eye and can't see out the other. Because I don't care how much money you got in the bank. If all of a sudden you made a million dollars, you sold the house, you got a million dollars, and all of a sudden you're cocky as a peacock. 
and you're in it, and you're in that electronic system. I don't know why you're so cocky, because you're not. They can shut that down from you just by a snap of a finger. Denied access. And to prove that point, how many of you gone on Amazon or eBay or gone to a store, and your debit card or credit card has just been paid off? You owe nothing on the credit card. I know for a lot of you that's not a reality, but just bear with me. Or you've just put money in your bank account on your debit card and you got your budget set out for grocery shopping and gasoline and this and that and whatnot. And you go to the store knowing damn well you just put money into the bank. You just paid off your credit card. You know, and you know you're good to go. And you get to the store, and all of a sudden, your card isn't working. Somehow, somewhere along the way, somebody put a lock on your card, and you can no longer use the card until you call the bank, and the ba and then in to clear up whatever the confusion is. And then the banks tell you, "Well, we don't know why they locked your card. You're you're in good standings. Everything's fine." Now, this is now with the current technology we have right now. And if they're going to tell you they're going to shut down the cash or anything else, and they're already, t they're already forecasting. They're forecasting. This is a done deal. They are forecasting that if you don't got the jab, you're only going to be able to shop a mile away or a kilometer away or whatever she said it was and you're going to be restricted to where you can go and shop. That's ghetto shopping and let me explain ghetto shopping. Ghetto shopping is having stores in your specific vicinity that gets the leftover. So when you go in with your food stamps or your or your welfare check or whatever you can, use the, you can use these things in those areas, buying whatever leftover shit is there. The meat quality is way substandard. Everything's just shit. Just, it's just shit level. It's all carcinogenic. It's all toxic. It will cause health issues if you're buying the food. If you're buying any clothing, clothing will not last. It will come undone or it's got holes and tears in it before you even buy it. If you're driving a car, okay, you may or may not find gasoline at a pump. And the crime rate in those areas are ten times more than anywhere else. And as far as law enforcement is concerned, they're non-existent. That's called ghetto shopping. Anybody who's grown up in that environment will tell you. And I'll tell you what they'll have in those areas, uh, uh, what I call ghetto shopping. Lots and lots of liquor stores. They'll have, you'll be able to buy the best liquor money can buy. And you'll be able to buy it cheap. They'll give that to you for next to nothing. Tobacco will be cheap too. Because they will put you in a position where they're going to eliminate you. Where they're going to 
make it so difficult that the options that you're going to have is a hard place and a rock. That's where this is coming to. Get ready. Even if you prep and even if you stockpile, is your house paid for? If not, be prepared to lose it. Is your car paid for? If not, be prepared to lose it because you're not going to be able to use money to pay the mortgage. You're not going to be able to use money to pay off the car payment. You're not going to be able to use money to pay off your insurances. Where are you going to live? How are you going to live? No money. No digital. Where are you going to live? You know, again, I am presenting a scenario that's coming down the pipe. Everyone thinks that we're in such a civilized and sophisticated society. I assure you, in Canada or anywhere else, once the food supply is down and people cannot get access to certain things that they need, Canadians will become barbarians. They will slaughter each other. If you got a can of corn and you're the only one in the neighborhood that's got a can of corn, you'll have the neighborhood come after you to kill you for that can of corn. That's where this will come to. And don't expect them to send law enforcement in those areas to protect you. Law enforcement, just like it is today, is only there to protect the established businesses that are complying with the system. That's all they're there for. If they send a law enforcement agency inside of a ghetto, that's to collect the dead body, harvest the organs, and cremate it. That's all it's going to be there for. These are scenarios that you think may not happen. You go, oh, that'll never happen in Canada. It'll never happen in Australia. That'll never happen to uh, New Zealand. That'll never happen to South Africa. South Africa's seen, seen that shit coming full on. When that whole apartheid thing happened and they got rid of it and they decided to change some of the, um, some of the way they did, did things, you know, they seen what could happen. They're counting on the fact that people in the Commonwealth are so domesticated that they will either they will just fall into line. If they're saying five percent in the UK, that's uh, that's a pretty good estimate because I say that's about the same in Canada. We only got about five percent of the general population here that's awake, that know what's really going on. You know, that actually are seeing a lot of things, even in Scripture, that we've never seen before. The genetics of the Scripture. The actual, the actual uh, war, the actual war, where the war is really being waged, and the Bible has been saying it for a long time, we've just never seen it or interpreted it the way it is going on right now. The war is for your genetic code. It always has been. God sits, God sits in the throne of our heart because he created us. And what the devil's been trying to do is he's been trying to usurp God's throne from him so that he could be the one sitting in the heart. 
taking over the kingdom. And he's been subverting mankind with technology and genetics and all kinds of nonsense and programming and frequencies to, sub to subjugate anyone that comes along. Third, stra third strand DNA has 666 on it. That's your genetic code. That's your DNA. Once the program has been inserted inside the body, and once you've been programmed by the program, who rules, who rules at that point? Who rules, who wins that battleground? Bible says many are called, few are chosen. Or few choose. Or few choose. Think about that. So we are in a battle, not just for our faith, not just for our beliefs, but for our very integrity of our very creation itself. We are going to lose these bodies eventually. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven. It's going to be left behind. But in the interim, while we are here, the battle is being waged over our very essence of who and what we are and who, who represents us. Does God represent you or does the devil? That's what this is coming down to. And it's coming down very hard. And the manipulation in the physical realm is what's going to determine the great falling away, as the Bible talks about. People are going to turn on God or turn on creation because, for whatever reason, probably my, my summation of it would be because they've lost all hope. They're saying that the devil is winning. And that they're going to join, get on rank with him on his side. And people always ask me, and I've, you know, and I've, had, and I've asked the same question: Why has God allowed all this to happen? Why God? Why doesn't God do something about it? My summation on that one, or my perspective on that one, is that God is already doing something about it. Mankind is at a crossroad, in my humble opinion. And in this crossroad, you're going to have to make a decision. Stay here and be destroyed with everything that's here, or be destroyed because of what dominates your heart, or leave here and evolve. No longer being trapped in this cycle of shit that we're in. That's my thinking. God's allowing people to make a choice here. And the devil's working in working overtime evangelizing his his theme. His evangelists are Bill Gates, Soros, Elon Musk, that little goat that they've got there, I don't know, that that uh Yahir, whatever the hell his name is. He's always propagating about transhumanism. Coswell, these are all evangelists of, 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 of uh, Satan propagating his evangel his evangel is evangelical or his evangel. They're, they're propagating his evangel. You know, you're going to have to do this, you're going to have to do that if you want this. If you want to be a part of this system, if you really want to be here, 
You're going to have to take the 666. You're going to have to have your DNA replaced. And I'm going to have to sit in the throne of your heart. I am going to be the one. I'm going to be your God. You've got to choose which. Choose this day whom you will serve. If God is Baal, then follow him. If God is God, then follow him. We're right back to that again. We are right back to that again. We are in a fucking shithole, I gotta tell you. I've never, this is unbelievably perplexing to me that we have gone in, in a full circle right back to determining which is God on this planet. It's unbelievable to me that we are at this point again. All this evolution, all this progress, and we haven't, we haven't, we haven't changed a bloody thing. We haven't grown one centimeter. We haven't changed one iota. We're just as stupid now as we were back in those days. It astounds me that God made something that just can't see. Or we just can't, for some reason, we just can't get it. I don't know what's wrong with us. I really don't know what's wrong with us. I think we're, we're effing stupid, beyond belief stupid. That we cannot evolve beyond this point. We wind up back on the same track. It seems like every third generation we're right back to being screwed again. Same starting point. I don't know about you, but I am tired of starting over. And I'm not talking about, you know, reincarnation. As a species, as a culture... As a creation of God, we seem to not be able to get past a certain point and we wind up walking in circles. This is what the Hebrews did back in the days with Egypt. They walked in a neff in circles <laughs> until they died out, got weeded out. And then three generations later, they were right back where they were before they got, got there. Unbelievable. Here we are again. This is what astounds me. You know, and the problem with that, part of it is because we don't think about going home. We don't think about heaven. We don't think about God enough, really. We pray to God. We ask God for things. We thank Him for things. But we really don't dwell on God enough. We, I don't, and again, I think that's because we all have brain damage. We, some, you know, we, we all do. We all and some have brain damage. We all do. Because we wouldn't be back to the same bullshit over and over and over again. So we've got to have brain damage. We must be. So anyway, here we are, third generation, the third strand DNA. Again, they're going to take away the last vestige of freedom you may have or think you have. And it's called access to money. Now, there's something else here. This Christine Beadsworth, I've been listening to her last couple of shows. And... The term I have developed is an entorg. You know, we've heard of Borg. Now look at being assimilated and possessed. We are entorg. We are here to assimilate you. Resistance is futile. What's an entorg? An entorg is a nanotech organic. They're going to turn you into a nanotech organic 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 
not a transhuman. You're just going to be a cog in the wheel. You're just going to be a peripheral for artificial intelligence. And you're going to be accessible, programmable, and you will do what you are told or programmed to do. Antorg. Nanotech Organic. See, I can come up with these ABC things too, you know. <laughs> An Entorg. Ooh, doesn't that sound so sexy? Hey, Entorg, you are ordered to go and shovel shit and circumcise elephants. I hear and obey. <laughs> so those old Frankenstein moves. I hear and obey. Let me see if I can find this one. I had her here somewhere. Uh, where'd you go? I think this is it. We'll find out in a second. Nope, that's not it. Shit, got the wrong one. Of course, I would get the wrong one now. Uh, where'd you go? I know I just had you. Well, let's talk about... Oh, no, that's not him. I don't know why I had that there. Bandvid. Is it this one? Modified... Let me try this one. Nope. Shit. Why? How do I lose these things? <laughs> Sorry about that. I had the bloody thing. Maybe that's it there. No, I think that's the same one as... Okay. Here it is. Okay. Now. She's not the first one that's mentioned this. I've mentioned this to over two years ago in a two-year, ten-month time frame. Other people have mentioned this. She's given you a little bit more detail on the same topic that we've all mentioned before. So, and I thought it was well worthwhile to hear what she's got to say. So, <coughs> I'm going to play this for you. Because everyone asks me, is the PCR test an injection? Sure, it's an injection. They're inserting technology into your skull. And they're putting it right under the pineal uh, hypothalamus uh, pituitary axis. So, when this thing assembles, it's going to go right to the core of your brain. Anyway... I'm going to let her explain her her perspective. Hold on one second. Here we go. Great question. The nasal swab tests that everyone's been taking are not tests. So what are they and what do they do? Luckily, I printed off this report out of the Slovak Republic before it disappeared from the Internet. They performed a lab analysis on the test sticks between November 2020 and March of 2021. And what they found was nylon broken fibers at the ends of these test sticks. Their job is to disrupt the epithelium or the surface layer on the mucosa all the way up your nose where it meets your brain. It's breaking through there and then subsequently leaching the contents of the nylon fibers, which is DARPA hydrogel and lithium. After coming into contact with organic fluid, this material, this DARPA hydrogel, will start to form crystalline structures in a fractal manner throughout the brain, making its way to the pineal gland. The DARPA hydrogel creates 3D crystalline structures, and they grow throughout the tissue. I'm going to read this part word for word. After spawning a mixture of nylon fiber fragments, DARPA hydrogel remains on the nasal mucosa under the pituitary and pineal gland along with lithium. This mixture immediately reacts with living structures to form crystals that are directly oriented to the pineal gland. 
which has its own electromagnetic field. The shape of the crystals determines the type of hydrogel used. The crystals are conductive due to the lithium contained in it. The crystals can receive the signal from the transmitter to the cell and transmit signals from the cell to the transmitter. These are actually nano antennas. Lithium is an element that does not occur naturally in humans and is highly toxic to the pineal gland influence. In low doses, it blocks it, and in higher doses, it can completely destroy it. Aluminum and mercury also have toxic effects on the pineal gland, which are widely used in jibby jabs. The pineal gland produces serotonin, a hormone of happiness, and controls human biorhythms. It is crucial for higher brain activity, creativity, foresight, sixth sense, etc., and for social interactions of man. DARPA hydrogel is an artificial substance that creates a converter between the electromagnetic field and living cell, tissue, and organ. Converts an electromagnetic signal from transmitter to a signal which a living cell understands and responds to. DARPA hydrogel and lithium block and destroy the pineal gland and cause the thinking person to become a controllable bio-robot. The Jibby Jabs also contain DARPA hydrogel, lithium, and patented genetic information. Great question. The <laughs> I wonder where you heard that before. This is more validation to what I've been saying to you for the last two years and ten months and other people have been saying to you in regarding to PCR tests and regarding to what was actually going on. You know, some were saying this was they were taking DNA sampling, which they were, because they would need the DNA sample in order to put that info into the AI network so that now they know what, who, what, where, and where, what was inside, and the AI can now send signals to the antenna, like a four, like a four G, uh, not four G, um, um, like a four D printing, would they be able to transmit through the antenna to construct whatever they want? And again, if this is taking away our higher aspects of our intellect and you've all had the PCR test maybe that's why a lot of you today seem to be a little bit lacking in the brain activity because perhaps this is burning out a part of your brain and maybe this is why some of you shouldn't be driving a car anymore or some of you shouldn't be working with heavy equipment anymore because this can imp impair your capacity to comprehend what you're doing and if you're needing a higher level of intellect in order to perform these functions you may not be capable of that activity any longer imagine an airplane pilot flying a jet a huge jet you know 60 million dollar jet or whatever and all of a sudden that PCR uh, test has now been activated by some frequencies uh, through the cockpit or through the electromagnetic field in the cockpit. And all of a sudden decides to fly the airplane straight down into the earth. How about a truck driver driving down the road with an 80,000 pound rig? Got a 400 cat engine, or, or not a cat, cat uh, yeah, cat engine, you know, um, 13 speed overdrive, three, seven over rears, 
and he's flying down the road doing about 80, 90 mile an hour. I know the speed limit's only about 60, 70, but you know, truck drivers are always in a hurry because the dispatchers are always telling them that they had to have that load back at the depot yesterday. So they're driving down the road, and all of a sudden, you know, a transmission comes through from somewhere, cell phone perhaps, you know, maybe a, a, a CV transmission or some tower he passes by, hits him in the head, sends a signal, and he decides to run the truck through a downtown area where there's a heavy population or maybe run it right through a mall. Boom. That's the capacity they have now over people that took this lunacy. Those of us who were awakened up and didn't follow, any, follow through on any of this shit. Where this becomes a problem for us is if you're in a grocery store. If you've ever watched the movie Cell. If you haven't watched it, go find it and watch it. The cell phone activates people and they lose their essence. And they become a gestalt of mind-controlled robot, robotoids. Because they're no longer people. Completely inundated and taken over. And they are now following the control of some kind of AI network. And as you are doing things... It will send these robotoids in your vicinity to take you out. Sort of like that zombie concept. And then there will be other type of zombies as well that will be far more um, aggressive. This can happen now. This is not a sci-fi science fiction theme any longer. People have, even in the medical field today, which I found more astounding, the stupidity that's there. They're still trying to figure out something that is a synthetic biology on a biological level, not realizing the, the level of integration technology is in and ongoing in not only the injections with the lipid nanoparticles and the other components that are there, but also with this technology that's now in the forehead. I was listening to a guy today <clears throat> talking about a, a chelating agent called MRI. Now, this thing would have been the cat's meow if they could have ever gotten it to market. But the FDA shot it down because it worked and worked really well and would have stopped a lot of this shit that's going on right now. Because anything that would have gotten into the head, this thing would have chelated it out because it's a lipophilic. In other words, it would have gotten into the fat and pulled the shit out of the fat. Anyway, he mentioned something that was really unique, which would explain the graphene, because the graphene explanation that I've heard to date so far is bullshit on the nth degree. It cannot do what they're saying it's doing, because graphene is a non-magnetic material. It's a diamagnetic, and if you don't believe me, go look it up. A diamagnetic repels a magnetic field. 
And that's what graphene does. That's what copper does. That's what zinc does. That's what brass does. That's what a host of other metals will do. So in order for graphene to have any kind of magnetic effect, it would have to be bound with something that's, that's of a cobalt component, nickel component, aluminum component, or a ferrous component. Now, he was saying that when you are exposed to metals in the body, it's not necessarily the metals in the body that's causing the problem, but it's the iron that's being released in the body as a result of these metals. I thought, now there, that makes sense. Because I've been saying that the iron oxide in the body is attaching itself to the uh, graphene. That's the problem, not the graphene itself. These people that are playing with this nanotechnology understand the chemistry better than these doctors do. And they understand the technology better than these doctors do. And doctors only know how to think only one way. They only know how to think and how to sell drugs and medications. That's all they know. Even the researchers only know how to follow protocol. They don't know how to think. They don't know how to go outside the box. They follow protocol because in their protocols, they think they're going to find the answers. If the protocol doesn't have any kind of standard for synthetic biology, they are basically pissing in the wind. They are never going to get it. Any of them are ever going to get it. It's a, it's a hydra. Oh, the hydra. <laughs> oh, we've seen parasites inside of the inside of the injections those are nanobots and mimetics but they don't even think in those terms it's like i said been telling everybody all this stuff for a long time now i'm just going to sit back and watch because they're all going to fall apart and like i said this gal here um uh, get her name now i don't want to Diminish what she did done here. And where'd she go? Uh, I lost her name again too. Oh, uh, Christine Beadwork. Christine, she's uh, she's intriguing because she's basically been validating what I've been saying and other people have been saying as well. And it's funny how after two years and ten months, so many people have are now coming out saying the same things. And in, in, in whatever detail or fashion that they're doing it in. And this is, and again, this is validation. Not beating my chest saying, I told you so, even though I did. It's not about that. It's about validation. And you're seeing more and more and more validation coming out on this stuff. It's time to really open your eyes here. And don't give me this bullshit, what can we do now? You better start thinking about how you're going to save your life. Because if this shit gets inside your DNA, and they put a third strand of DNA in there, you're fucked. Period. You're done. And if that hasn't happened yet, that means you still got a chance, and you got hope. So don't give me that crap. What can we do? God gave you a brain between that set of ears for everybody. The problem is nobody's using it. And if you're actually looking at all this, and if even if you're looking in the Bible, the Bible's telling you the same thing. 
it's worded in a way that we don't understand the um, the frequency of these words. I guess that's the best way of putting it. But that's also coming out more and more now. I'm seeing it more and more. And I and I when I read scriptural references, I don't think in terms of religion or some kind of whatever. Um, let me give you another angle here. I want you to look at. This is always done on the on the. Uh, oh, I've really gone that far. Wow. Okay. This is a problem. There's a lot here tonight, and we talked. We covered this. See, I do a two-hour show on the live stream, so I put a lot of this information here. And so a lot of this is going to be an eye-opener for a lot of you. You know. Um, there's something in here about a hologram as well. And I wrote, put this in here because the Bible says that even the elect would be deceived. I'm going to go back to the other in a second. But I want to get this in because I want, I'm going to wind it down. When you see this holographic or hologram depiction here, I'm going to tell you, if you didn't know that was a hologram, most of you would have fell for it. The technology is becoming that sophisticated. Now they entertained us with this. But this is going to be a reality. You're not going to be able to. You are not going to be able to distinguish. Bullshit from the truth. With this type of technology. So I'm giving you this. So you're on your guard. And you start researching this stuff. So you get better prepared. I'm preparing you for war. They don't mean. They are not effing around and they're going to get you they're going to try to get you by hook or by crook and you got to remember the two most most powerful forces that the, the luciferans the satanic people use is deception and seduction that's what he did with eve he seduced her and then he then he um um he deceived her oh you won't die You'll be like God. That's what she got. That's what she fell for. It. You'll be like God. None of us are going to be like God. There's only one, only one living God. We will become God-like for sure, because because of Him elevating us to that status. No other reason. So again, that's grace and mercy. So when when this shit comes down the pipe, it's going to be through seduction. And deception. If everybody in the UK told the government to go F itself and decided not to comply on any level, it would fall to dust. If everybody told the WEF to go pound salt, their agenda would fall to dust. If Canadians told the, the Ottawa go pound salt, the agenda of the WEF would no longer manifest in Canada. But the reality is, or the perspective of reality is, is that is not going to happen. So those of you who are the 5% that are not going to comply, you have to start thinking in terms of an alternative way of life. One not connected to this matrix, one not connected to the chip, one not connected to the beast, and one not one not connected to artificial intelligence. 
That's how you have to start to think. And if you are going to have a monetary system based on barter, what that system is going to be? Or should there be a system? That's another thing that needs to be to uh, weather. But anyway, I'm going to go back to this uh, with the... Um, geez, there's two more things I'm going to do. Okay, I'm going to talk about this. This is about the Omnicron. I mentioned this yesterday. How to create a bioweapon by turning a harmless peptide into a killer assault weapon from 0 to 80% kill rate. Gain of function or weapons of mass destruction. So that's why I entitled it. And when you read it, it says, while unlike naturally occurring Omicron, uh, efficiently replicates in cell lines and primary like distal lung cells in, uh, in K1H, the species of mice, while Omicron causes mild non-fatal infection, the Omicron S, that's what they modified it to, carrying virus, inflicts severe diseases with a mortality of 80%. So this kind of thing may be released on the general population that refuse to comply. How else are they going to experiment on it? These other people are already dying from the injections. So the ones that didn't get injected, they're going to try to infect. Again, seduction and deception. Again, here it comes. All right. On here as well, I got a link here for Fiona. She's got a workshop coming. So check out the link so you can catch the dates. You want to show up. She's going to be talking about um, basically rounded guidance on nano and frequency and other health information. So she's been... She's been She's been gaining a lot of information and knowledge and experience. Uh, so again, I would encourage you to go and check her out. You know, she even built her own, she built her own spike. <laughs> she built her own fan. She built her own bucket. She built her own triangle. So she's experienced. So if you guys are having any problems, you might want to check her out, get a perspective. So anyway, the link is on, uh, on the page as well. All right. I'm going to wind this down because if I don't, it'll be another hour on here. Just on what's going on. And uh, I'd, I'd encourage you to share the show because there's a lot here. And everybody that is still uninfected by the bioweapon. Um, this will give you some insight. Those of you who had only the one shot. You may want to take a look at that shot to see if it was actual shot or was it a bioweapon. In other words, was it just a saline solution or a bioweapon? If you had the second injection, that was a bioweapon that was designed to disengage your immune system so that you would be more, more wide open and susceptible to whatever patho path a synthetic pathology or pathology could assault you. If you had the third injection, there are eight strains of HIV in the third one to disengage the DNA's immune response. Once this got inser inserted into the system, there is absolutely no way to get this out because what happens is when the DNA uploads the operating systems from the LNP, it is the DNA. That is the third strand they're putting in. So, and I'm not saying this to, to 
disenchant you. I'm letting you know so you're not going to waste valuable time on bullshit. Don't take your life because there's no hope. As, as long as you're alive, there's some hope. But currently right now, most of the medical establishment that's talking the stupid shit they're talking about, I'm not understanding how this would integrate with the DNA becoming the DNA, have no idea what they're doing. And those are, are constantly fo getting everyone focused on the graphene. Again, they don't know what they're talking about. There's more than just one component that is causing the problems in the body. It's called an operating system. And that's what they're not dealing with. They got you focused on the substance, one, one of the carbon substances that are in the system. But there's way more that's going on there. And again, they haven't even begun to scratch the surface. And I'm saying this because, again, my personal experience with the nanobiotech that I got exposed to, again, I wasn't injected, so my immune system was still intact and still fighting. These guys are talking, and, they're, and we're talking nanogenetics, which is a whole different ballgame. And the way the nanogenetics got put in, that's a whole different ballgame. So when they're talking about circuitry and assembly, that's not just graphene. That's any of the nanoparticles that are programmable. They haven't got there yet. They will, maybe. Maybe. Anyway. So for those of you who are still intact, might be a good idea if you start associating with others who are also intact and create a network so that you can stay intact. Just a thought. Alrighty, as I say at the end of these shows, read your Gospels, read the book of Revelations, understand the scripture in the terms of genetics, biology, technology, artificial intelligence. It's there, it's just the way it's worded. So that you can clearly see the battle that's going on over your soul, over your genetic code, over your DNA, over who rules your heart. Now you'll begin to see the actual battle. Not some churchology bullshit that you don't you, you can't even perceive or pers or have a perspective on. You can actually see this operating systems and biology and genetics integrated to go inside the system to rewrite or overwrite override your genetic code. Operating systems and programs uh, um, uh, integrating with your brain, with your mind, to take over your heart. So you're no longer uh, having God in control, but some machination controlling you. Having something attached to your brain so that now it's transmitting and assembling a circuitry inside your skull. Again, Attaching you in, in, as a neural link to artificial intelligence. Elon Musk was a, building a neural link so that you could help people that had brain malfunctionality. He was building that neural link to access so that it could be accessed through an injection into the skull. He said he kept warning everybody about we should slow down on AI. And then we saw that nothing was happening. He said, well, you can't beat him, join him. And he looked at and he told us 
He said this himself, that if we don't have this chip inside of us, we would be like a, a pet cat on a couch. That doesn't sound too bad. Most cat owners or people who, who own cats, those cats have, have the life of Riley. So they, they have a good life. But that's what he equated it to. Them working on this chip, in my humble opinion, this neural link is inside those vaccines as well, or the operating information to build one inside the, inside the brain is in those vaccines. Because I myself have pulled out implants out of my skull from disengaging them with, with the tech I have. Again, I wasn't injected, so I could pull this out. This is being constructed as a result of the exposure, direct exposure, into the genetic code or inserting this directly into the tissue. So I think he's been a part of this from day one to develop that neuron connection in these injections so that when they inserted that PCR, you'd be tagged and it would start its construction. He's saying it's building it in a fractal manner. In other words, it's constructing an implant inside the skull. Now that you may be able to get out by using a high-powered EMP and give yourself a good, good jolt or a high static charge running through the body to burn that out or to disengage the operating system. That could possibly be pulled out. The other, on the other hand, that is integrated and has been, uh, um, that it is the DNA. So anyway, <clears throat> read the Gospels. Read what Jesus had to say. Read the book of Revelations. Understand what we're, what we're dealing with, what we're up against. Read the letters. Read how the church evolved in their faith. You too will have to do the same thing. Evolve in your faith. It shows you that there were mistakes made. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's going to get it right all the time. There are going to be times you're going to screw up. That's part of growing up in any life, in any form. Don't give up. Just pick up your socks and get your, back, get your ass back on the horse and get going again. On the top of the page, there are people there that are also working hard at trying to get you on your game and preparing you. Check them out. If you can donate to them, please do so. If you can't because they have destroyed your life with this bioweaponry, try to get back on your feet when you can. If you can donate, then do so. If not, do not worry about it or feel guilty in any way, shape, or form. In fact, share the show. If you find that the show is helping you, it will help a lot of other people. I just got a letter from New Zealand. People that, couple, uh, older couple, I shouldn't say older couple, they're from the same era of time I'm from. Reading their Bibles and doing the best they can and understanding what's going on. And uh, they felt encouraged. So I am saying the same thing to you. Read your Bible. Get to know Christ. Get to know Jesus. And again, stand your ground. Stand your ground, you know, and share. And if you can, share the shows. All right. I think I've been here long enough. Um, till, uh, we're still here. I remember that by the grace of God. So the next segment, to your health, take care. <laughs>